just misunderstood. Look at that 18-year-old military-aged male as he jumps on top of that bus and breaks out the window. He's so misunderstood. I just wish we could understand him better. They're just such good kids. Good, good upbringing families. I'm sure he has a father. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your very energetic host this morning, John Burke. Unfortunately, Josh is not with me in the studio today because Josh is a shithead. No, I'm, I'm totally kidding on that one. That's not true. He's, I don't know where he's at. In fact, yeah, I don't, I don't know where he's at. How's the stream looking? Hopefully the stream is looking okay. I know I apologize the last few times we've been having some issues. I am not a tech guru. Uh, they said on Kick it's doing good. Uh, I want to make sure that we're good on Rumble. Normally, it's always good on on uh, YouTube for some weird reason. I don't know why. <clears throat> okay, so it is good. Okay, we're good. All right. Stand by. I'm taking off the shirt or the uh, jacket. So if you're listening into the podcast later on, just uh, close your eyes and uh, imagine that. And not not if you're driving, though. Don't do that. Anyway, uh, I, for some reason, um, yesterday's audio on the show came out really botched, and I couldn't even upload it. So I apologize for that. Uh, but anyway, thank you for being here with us today, or myself. Um Tonight are the debates, and I'm excited for this. I'm excited for these debates. Um, I really feel like it's going to... Okay, so there's a lot to break down here. What I'm looking for is I want to see if Vivek Ramaswamy backs away from the attacking everybody position he's been taking since the last one, uh, which was a very foolish move to make because, again, you're going up against the likes of Mike Pence, Chris Christie. These guys are seasoned politicians. Has nothing to do on whether or not you like these men, politics be damned. These are expert debaters. These men know what they're doing. They know how to twist words. This is what they're good at. This is politicians politicking. That's how it works. So I'm looking to see if Vivek Ramaswamy pulls back a little bit. I want to see if Ron DeSantis comes out swinging harder. Did not like seeing that before. I I didn't see that before. I felt like DeSantis was kind of a little lackluster there. and Kind of awkward. Not going to lie, kind of awkward. Um, yeah. And then the rest of them, uh, I think Nikki Haley is if, Nikki Haley probably, probably going to do what she's been doing, which is actually surprising to me. 
I did not think that she was going to attack um, Trump. Wait, hold on. Is Hannity moderating tonight? No, 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 no. Don't tell me it's Hannity. Please don't tell. I, I haven't even looked up who's moderating yet. I know it's at 8 p.m. CST. I'll be streaming it. So um, I, I'm waiting to see how this turns out. But if it's Hannity, oh, my God, that guy, he loves to listen to himself talk. November 30th. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. I was like, I have seen nothing of Sean Hannity hosting this one. Okay, good. Good. Um, we'll see Chris Christie, who I think is still running interference for Ron DeSantis. I think he's wanting DeSantis to win. Therefore, he's attacking Trump any chance he gets. He'll be going at it with Christy Noam, uh, or not Christy Noam, Jesus, uh, Nikki Haley. Um, I have this weird feeling, this weird feeling. And of course, we all know that right now, the only one on that stage really running for president is Ron DeSantis. Everybody else is running for Trump's VP. This is very clear. This is not new. I think everybody can at least acknowledge it at this point. Vivek Ramaswamy, according to MAGA pollsters out there that love quoting polls nonstop, even though we are so far out from elections, polls suddenly matter. Uh, polls suddenly matter, folks. In, ca in case you didn't know that, polls suddenly matter. Because in 2015, they didn't when Trump was getting crucified. Then they didn't matter, but now they do. It's weird. Weird how that works, isn't it? It's kind of weird. Anyway. Yeah, I did not plan on having a show today. Um, so congratulations are in order. I'm pregnant. No, not really. Although in this day and age, anything's possible. No, I closed my second house today and uh, I'm excited for it. Went and signed all the paperwork. So now I own two pieces of property and I'm going to be turning my original house into a rental and I'm going to move into the next one. That'll be my forever home. And then I want to say like every year, year and a half, I'm going to look into buying a new piece of property to just, you know, rent out, have somebody else move in there and secure my financial future by allowing other people to pay off my own assets so I can technically save my ass. That's <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Anyway, thank you for being here. As you know, this episode is sponsored and brought to you by Shellshock CBD. What makes Shellshock uh, so good? Well, first and foremost, folks, we offer a money-back guarantee on all of our products. You're not going to get that anywhere. Every single one of our products in the CBD industry and in CBD space, not very many companies do that. We do. ShellshockCBD.com. Uh, and don't forget, this is it for September. This is September final week. You get an extra 10% off of all new subscriptions on your first month only using code SUB10. Stack that with the 10% off you're already going to save. From being a subscriber, you're saving 20%. That's not bad. That's really not bad. All new non-CBD handmade soaps that are $5.99 each or bundle all three and mix and match for $14.99. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. Uh, when you want to feel clean without all the extra junk added to most soaps, give our CBD-free hand bar soaps a try and feel the difference. Made from natural ingredients and delicious and earthy... Why would that say Delicious. Delicious usually implies eating. Folks, I mean, if you want to eat our soap, you're more than welcome to. I mean, it's, you know, I guess you'll have clean insides afterwards. <laughs> hey, yo, I'm done. Anyway, uh, we have the Pine Tar Old School Soap. Contains sila silica sand, activated charcoal, and ground oatmeal as exfoliants. Spearmint basil, cucumber melon, and peach tea. Maybe that's where the delicious thing comes in at. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, and then refer a friend. They get $20 and you get $20 worth of points on a successful referral. Link to do that is at the bottom of the rewards page. Yeah, it's true. So say like you're a really big fan of our Shellshock CBD products, which we're very, very grateful for, and you refer a friend their first time, give them that link. 
and you'll save yourself. If they spend $20 or more, you'll save $20 in points. You can't beat that. Uh, go to the bottom of the rewards points page, and that's where you can find it, or the reward page. That's where you can find the link generator. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. With a brick stick. With a brick stick. Oh, man. Are y'all excited for the debates tonight? I, I kind of am. I, I don't know why. I kind of am. I feel like, I don't know, like this is my playoffs. Like I'm, I'm excited to go see the dumb shit that's going to come out of their mouths because you know there's going to be a lot of it. You know there's going to be a lot of it. More importantly, I'm very interested in seeing or hearing what the questions are going to be tonight because I feel like um, the questions last time weren't very good. And if they talk about aliens again, oh, my God, I, I just, I can't. Uh, yes, I will be baked out of my gourd tonight for this. I have to be. Easy, Republicans. I, I know that's going to bother you. I know that's going to upset you that somebody is going to imbibe on a plant or rather uh, a gummy, an edible that's going to make them feel good. It's not going to make me feel angry or violent. It's going to calm. It's going to cool. It's going to make you laugh, give you some munchies. Yeah, yeah. But I'm sure while you're upset about me doing something like this, you could probably chill out and have a few beers. That's also known as a depressant, makes people violent. You can, you can calm down using that method. That's clearly legal. That apparently we have to subscribe to because that's what the government says we can't do. Yeah. Is Rumble not working? It says it's sending data. That's why. Hold on. I don't know why it does that. It's like it says it's streaming on my back end of the, uh, oh, that's that came off really wrong. On the back end of um, Restream, it'll say uh, streaming. And then I go to the Rumble page to look at it to verify, and nada, niente, nothing. We are streaming on Kick, though, so there is that. Hold on. For some reason, uh, Rumble's not connecting. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what the deal is. We've been having issues with Rumble. Big shout out to my friend Austin Peterson. Apparently he got uh he got on the main page. Okay, now it says we're streaming on Rumble. He got on the main page and um apparently he's getting like a lot of new vol not a lot of new dude, I'm done. A lot of new viewers and listeners and followers, dude. Congratulations. Uh nobody deserves it more than you. Uh, Austin's out there day after day putting out great content, great commentary. Um Okay, all, Rumble's good now. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, Austin's a good guy. Very good guy. I love, I love a lot of his viewpoints. We don't agree on everything, which I say that to people primarily because I don't, I don't want people thinking that I agree with them on everything. I, I don't because we're all different. We, we should not be agreeing in agreement on every single issue out there. Um, okay. So we got the ad read done. All right, folks, let's get into the, uh, the topics today. Um, my God, <laughs> Whew, let's just do this. Uh, Mass looting spreads to Democrat run. What do you mean spreads? What do you mean spreads? Nothing spreads. Spreads. Now think about this. Hold on. Like looting spreads. If it's a Democrat run shithole, there's no spreading. You're just activating it. You've got the lower class dredges of society already there just laying in wait. All they're waiting for is for you to reduce law enforcement presence, handcuff your police officers, have DAs out there that don't have the balls to prosecute, especially black people, because God forbid they'll accuse you of being racist. And then they just come to the surface like little turds just floating to the top. And there they are. Lo and behold, there was no spreading. It was just already there. What are you talking about spreading? Anyway, <laughs> I'm just, I'm on one today, folks. 
Big city Democrats have essentially decriminalized crime and now the mass looting shoplifting that helped destroy Democrat run cities like San Francisco, Beverly Hills, Portland, Seattle, Chicago has spread to Democrat run Philadelphia. Off the top of my head, how difficult is it to get a gun for self-protection in Philadelphia? Do we have any Philadelphia um, listeners tuning in? Anybody from Philly or in that area? Anybody tell me what it's like to get a firearm to protect yourself out there? Because I'm I'm thinking the average citizen walking down the street probably does not have the ability to protect themselves. Just venturing a guess. Just venturing a guess. It's not hard in PA at all. Really? Legally. 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 I'm not I'm not talking about black market. I know it's easy to get your hands on a gun out there. I don't know. Hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yep, now the city of brotherly love is getting what it voted for. Several stores in Philadelphia were looted by more than 100 juveniles Tuesday night, according to police. The Foot Locker and Apple stores near 15th and Chestnut and the Lululemon store. And you see, this is the one thing that I don't respect about Breitbart News, okay? The one thing I don't respect about you is that you you come right up to the cusp of telling the truth. Right up to the cusp. But you won't hit the nail on the head. What do you think I'm referring to, folks? What do you think I'm referring to? You talk about crime. You talk about all this other stuff. Well, here's the video, folks. I'm going to let you watch this video. You can see it for yourself. What is it that Breitbart is not reporting on, which really bothers the hell out of me? Let's watch this real quick. Woman in the background laughing like a maniac. Mm, mm, interesting. So for those that are not watching the show live, this is a, a video of a woman, clearly, uh, videotaping a bunch of looters running out of what appears to be, I, I can't tell if it's a Lululemon or an Apple store, um, but what is the one thing that Breitbart is not reporting on? Folks, what color are they all? Uh-oh, John's a racist. John, Look, you see the videos from Chicago. You see them from, from Portland. You see them from Los Angeles. Why, why is nobody addressing the elephant in the room? Why are they all black? I'm very curious to this. Why are they all black? Big city Democrats, yada, yada, yada. The Foot Locker and Apple stores near 15th and Chestnut and Lululemon store in Center City were all looted, according to NBC10. Multiple videos of looting were posted to social media and show police officers trying to arrest people while windows are smashed and items are stolen. But there's something missing there. Look, if they're going to report on shooters, school shooters, active shooters being white, yada, 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 then the right ha- should have the same tenacity to report on things that the left likes to use against the right. For example, race. Race, uh, my God, sexuality. All of these things. Why does the right not do the same thing to the left? Because you're so afraid of being accused of being a racist. Why can't you say in a majority a group of looters that were primarily black, 
Uh, what's wrong with that? It's true. It's stating a fact. The left likes to do it, but you know why. So why can't the right do it? Why doesn't the right do it? It's kind of pathetic if you ask me. You want to say that you want to combat the left? Well, then combat the left. Tell, you know, use reporting tactics the left has adopted against them. But they're so fucking scared. And that's the sad thing. Why are you scared? I mean, what are you afraid of? Being called a racist? They already call us racists. That's just, that's crazy to me. The excuse for all of this. A Philly judge dropped the manslaughter charges against a cop who shot a driver. Body cam footage showed that the driver was hiding a knife. The officer saw says he only saw the knife's black handle and believed it was a gun. The defense said the charge the charges never should have been filed. The judge agreed, and the mostly peaceful looting began. So once again, somebody is clearly, you know, you're hiding. In, okay, look, this is common fucking sense. This is not a hard case to undergo or to, like, dissect. If, a, if you're talking to a police officer... In this politically and racially charged climate that we live in, thank you, Obama. Yes, it was Obama who ushered us into this great era of race relations just hitting the shitholes. So if you're talking to an officer of the law and you're going to reach for something, maybe clear it with him first saying, officer, or even I do it. If I get pulled over, officer, I'm going to reach for my wallet. It's in my back left-hand pocket. Fair enough. And they're always appreciative. They're always appreciative. Well, John, should you have to do that? No. Does it potentially save your ass? Absolutely it does. Thanks once again to the left. So this guy is reaching for a knife he's got hidden. Why are you pulling a knife out on a cop? Okay. Um, hey, look, I've got this knife. I mean, eh, I'm not sure what that accomplishes. So the officer thinks it's a gun and he drops the dude. Well, people are going to argue that and say, well, you should have known. Well, how, how soon? What's, what's the cutoff before, like, shooting? When that dude pulls the gun until you got the barrel aimed directly at you? I mean, there's a lot that goes into this. But the fact is, the jury and even the judge said this guy's innocent. The officer was innocent. Okay. There we have it. So what happens next? Up. Here come the black people. Boom. To the streets to protest. By doing what? Looting, vandalizing, and thievery. Thuggish behavior. Over and over and over again. The whole thing of no justice, no peace. You won't do this in a city that has guns. Because store owners would blast your asses. As they should. Have you noticed how crime is just continually, gradually getting worse and worse and worse? And the penal system is just becoming more and more relaxed. DAs have no balls. And crime gets worse. This almost in a sense solidifies a blue vote in those districts because it's not, it's, I mean, it's very interesting how in those blue shitholes in those blue Democrat cities run by the most retarded motherfuckers of our lifetime, freedom hating individuals. What do they do? They set the stage. So the whole thing collapses Defund the police hamstring them. Don't prosecute, go weak on crime. Cut funding to certain things. And what do you do? You blame Republicans. Chicago cannot blame Republicans. You, Philadelphia cannot blame Republicans. This is your shit show. Fix yourself. But you still want to blame us. It's our fault. There is a cultural infestation in this country 
that nobody wants to address. Nobody wants to address it. Black culture in America. And I'm not talking about normal black people. I'm talking about poorly educated ghetto trash. This needs to be discussed, but nobody wants to because instead it's let's blame every other thing under the sun, income inequality, this, that, and the, which has been debunked time after time after time. But nobody wants to talk about culture because if culture influences how we think, how we act, how we feel, and a culture at root is poisonous, why can't we talk about that in order to hopefully fix the issue? But so long as ignorance and lack of education exist, so will this problem. And it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. So then you have these black ghetto thug motherfuckers out here looting and robbing, robbing, robbing. And then along comes this one, this probably white gun owner and puts a hole in a motherfucker. And then what happens? The whole system starts back up. Oh, it's race related. It's race related. Yes, it is. Because you made it race related. It's gotten to the point where it's just fucking insane. Insane. You have to walk on eggshells around black people with liberals. Oh, don't offend the black people. They're the protected class now. Can't say that. You might be accused of being a racist. By who? Who fucking cares? Do you give a shit what liberals have to say about you? Specifically black liberals? How retarded they are? You kidding me? They're right up there with fucking liberal white women. Some of the woke, most stupid motherfuckers I've ever seen in my entire life. Some of the stupidest motherfuckers. It's crazy. So you can watch the video. BLM rioters also managed to break inside a Foot Locker store in downtown Philly. Multiple stores were targeted for mass looting. That's right, folks. If we don't get our way in the judicial system, regardless if it's a criminal that made a stupid mistake and got their ass a shot, which is a, it's a horrible event either way, let's be honest, but you could have prevented it by being, I don't know, fucking smart, have some common sense, don't pull on a fucking officer. What did you think was going to happen? I mean, seriously. So with all this just happening... And you want to go say, well, if we don't get our way in the, in the judicial process, what are we going to do? We're going to go break the law some more. But this time we're going to target people that have done nothing to us. We're going to go target them because, of you know, let's just be honest. You don't give a shit about these people. You don't give a shit about that driver being shot. Half of you motherfuckers, I bet you couldn't even tell me his name or her name. if I don't even know. I guarantee you don't, though, and you're looting in their name. It's ridiculous. This shit's gone off the fucking rails stupid. Just stupid. But nobody, nobody, nobody can talk about it. Oh, don't offend the blacks. Don't offend the blacks. Don't talk about the Jews. Don't talk about the fucking Irish. Don't talk about, but it's okay if we talk about white people because we're guilty of everything. You know, why can't we pause for a second and just look at some of the accomplishments that the white people have actually brought to the global society it's pretty fucking good. Democracy? I don't know. Nah. But you only want to talk about whites when it's something that you think that we've done wrong. But if we want to bring up something that your, your community, your culture is currently doing wrong, oh, no, can't do that. Don't do that. Don't talk about this. Because instantly, the moment that you do this, the moment that, for example, you talk about, let's talk about the effects of hip-hop, rap, all this bullshit on the black culture, black community. Let's look at the effects of this. Well, you know, blah, blah. And then they start doing, eh, and then you figure out everything under the sun that you can blame this on. Everything out there. Except for the root causation of it. Your own culture that is killing you. 
a culture of ignorance, poorly edu- poor education, taking pride in being broke, drugs, sex with multiple women, children with multiple women. I'm sorry, but the way this ends is through black women. When black women start having respect for themselves and to stop fucking multiple dudes and getting themselves knocked up by these guys that are also ditching out on them, you're the ones that will make black men accountable. But until that happens, well, you just go on having, you know, as multiple kids. Folks, look into the welfare system. Look into what you can get from having multiple children with multiple different men from the government, and you're black. Oh, my God. It will blow your mind. It'll blow your fucking mind. Woo! John, you're not wrong. I know I'm not. 40 years old almost. I've been watching this for my entire fucking life. And it's gotten worse and worse and worse. Every time Democrats take control, you go weak on crime. And then what happens? Crime starts going up. And the culture's only getting worse, folks. It's only getting worse. And, of course, they're going down the road. Everybody keep your phone out. Uh, Seeking another George Floyd moment. BLM protesters tell one another to start recording after Philadelphia police arrive to make arrests. You see, I love this. This is why bad black liberals are fucking cancer. You are fucking cancer. You go out there. You break the law. You commit crimes. You commit violence. And then you sit there and film the police looking for them to fuck up. What the fuck? And nobody says a word about this. All right, folks. All right. It's getting fucking ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. Nobody says a word. Don't offend the blacks. The blacks and the Jews, protected class. Don't talk about them. Okay, seriously, though, I'm getting, am I the only political commentator out there as low level as I am that even talks about this kind of, is there anybody else out there that actually hits the, hits the nail on the head and addresses these issues direct? Because I listen for this stuff, and I don't hear a lot of it. Are there any of the political commentators that will bring up the black culture in America? Is there anybody? Or is it just me? It can't be just me. There's got to be other people that have balls enough to say it. They need rooftop Koreans. Oh, I agree. I agree. No, they all need rooftop Koreans. Start putting bullets in these motherfuckers. When you start killing them, they stop. Regardless of color, it doesn't matter. If it's a criminal element, when you start shooting them, they go away. Proven time and time again. Time and time again. Weird how that works, right? Hmm. It's fucking sad. Again, Democrats encouraging this. Why? Because the more violence that that occurs, the more that the ransacking, the looting, the more that the problem that Democrats have created and exacerbate, the more that it grows, the more that Democrats can campaign on the idea of we can fix this problem that they themselves created. It's kind of like the doctor creates the pill. Well, you know where I'm going with this. It's just like this... This nonstop cycle, a perpetual cycle of the same thing. You're promised this, you're promised that. And what do they give you? More crime, more poverty, more businesses shutting down. 
Matter of fact, look at this right here. Hold on. Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Uh, right here. Target to close nine stores in four states, citing theft that threatens workers and shoppers. So what does that mean? Well, economically, it's not good. I'm not sure how much the average Target employs or how many. I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a wild guess. Um, you know what? Let's look this up. Let's just look this up real quick. How many? Um, employees okay there's over to a total of 409,000 employees um per store though I'd be very curious on that all we have to do is just find the total number of stores and then divide 54% target employees are women 46% are men uh the most common ethnicity in target is 6% white 18% are Hispanic or Latino 11% are black average employee at target makes 35,000 per year that ain't much Target employees are most likely to be members of Democratic Party. Employees at Target stay with the company for 3.5 years on average. Huh, interesting. Target shuts down, jobs go with them. Jobs go with them. I'll be damned if I'm going to Walmart. Sorry, that ain't going to happen. Uh, why does nobody talk about the race issue? Why, why are people afraid to talk about this for what? Of being called a racist? Who gives a fuck? Oh, he's a racist. Nobody cares. New York AP says Target will close nine, nine stores in four states, including one in East Harlem, New York, and three in San Francisco. Color me shocked. Color me shocked. Saying that theft and organized retail crime have threatened the safety of its workers and customers. The closings will be effective October 21st. Also include three stores in Portland, Oregon. You don't say. And two in Seattle. Target said that it still will have a combined of 150 stores open uh, in the markets where the closures are taking place. Target will offer affected workers the opportunity to transfer to other stores. Well, that's good of them. Once again, a business having to fix the fuck-ups of the government. If the government cannot effectively employ its police force out there to stop crime, then why are we paying you taxes? Why are we paying you? I'm, I'm serious on this. Start shooting these motherfuckers. That's all you got to do. And you know, again, the fact that they're even doing it shows they're not afraid of the legal repercussions. They don't care. They don't give a shit. Because they know you're not going to shoot them. Hell, you had those two black kids run over a white uh, retired police chief. What did the one kid say? I'll, I'll be out in 30 days. You kidding me? How was that not a hate crime? But, I mean, it was covered, thankfully, not nearly as much as George Floyd. Two black teenage kids run over a 60-something-year-old white dude that was a retired police chief. I don't, I don't even think they knew that. And they videotaped it. They videotaped it because they thought it was cool. This is your culture. Folks, America is falling, and unless this, unless we reverse this, we are lost. How do you fix this? Until you get so bad that you finally give up and say, you know what? Let's give the racist Republicans a try because Democrats ain't getting it. Until you get over that little mental hump that Democrats have created in your mind by painting us as being the racist, which we're not. But again, John Burke pointing out 
the high levels of black crime suddenly makes them a racist. That's just stating facts that you don't like. And my, my question is, why don't you like that? Why does it offend you? You think all human beings are inherently good? <laughs> Bullshit. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. <clears throat> Before making the decision, Target said it had invested heavily into strategies to prevent and stop theft, such as adding more security team workers, using third-party guard services, and installing theft deterrent tools like locking up merchandise. It also trained or has trained store leaders and security team members to protect themselves and de-escalate potential safety issues. But it noted that despite those efforts, it continued to face fundamental challenges to operate the store's safety, the store safely, and the business performance at these locations was unsustainable. Why don't you just come out and say it? We had spikes in black crime. Our officers couldn't do anything because we're afraid that somebody's going to whip a phone out, edit a video, and get us boycotted and protested, draw us into this massive social media shitstorm. So it's not like we can tell black people to stop coming. But fuck, what else are we going to do? Well, close your business. Thanks, black Democrats. Appreciate that. Now everybody has to suffer because your culture. It's not race. It's the fucking truth. It's your fault. You vote for this garbage. You vote for these people. Look at Chicago. You kick Beetlejuice out and you get an even bigger retard in there who just so happens to be black. Oh, don't, don't attack the youth of Chicago. I just misunderstood. Look at that 18-year-old military-age male as he jumps on top of that bus and breaks out the window. He's so misunderstood. I just wish we could understand them better. They're just such good kids. Good, good upbringing families. I'm sure he has a father. But don't you dare. Don't you dare accuse them of anything because they're black and misunderstood. Good Lord. You treat these people like fucking children. You treat them, they're like a, such an oppressed class. Oh my God. So fucking annoying. So annoying. While the store's closings account for just a fraction of the 1900 stores Target operates nationwide, the move is significant. It underscores the big challenges that retailers like Target face in reducing theft in stores as they wrestle with protecting their workers and customers while trying to serve the community, particularly low-income and minority groups who rely on the local stores for necessities. Oh, let's just, let's be honest here, though. Target is more expensive than Walmart. Minorities and lower-income groups like that that you're generally, you're generalizing there, they're not going to Target. They're going to Walmart. I'm just, I mean, come on. Walmart is ghetto. Target, it's better. It's way better. I'd rather, I'd much rather go to Target than Walmart. Absolutely. You know why? I don't like seeing people in fuck. I don't like seeing grown ass men in wife beaters or, oh, the biggest faux pas, socks with sandals. I'm, I, I just don't even know. You know, I'm not gay or anything, but even I know better. It's like, bro, socks with sandals. What the hell are you doing? There was a time and a place where that was frowned upon. Maybe we should go back to that. That was great. It was nice having standards. Isn't it interesting, folks, though? Seriously, on, on a serious note here, isn't it interesting how as you see standards begin to slip and deteriorate, 
suddenly laziness creeps in and, and care goes out the window. Case in point, John Fetterman. Senator Chuck Schumer and the rest of these crybaby Democrats, these New York liberals, if you will, go out there and say, you know what? We need to just, we just need to get rid of the dress code altogether. And then what does Fetterman do? Sir lumps a lot over there. I wish depression would have took him out. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> Fucking just piece of shit. What does he do? He comes in in a fucking white or a, uh, a hoodie and shorts. You're a representative of the people, a position that is, regardless of who occupies it, be a you know left, right, or center. It's a it's a respected position. And what do you do? You make a mockery of it. You see, now I know that you know I've, I've been I've been in those 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 shoes. Like, especially coming from a military background, there are certain customs and courtesies and traditions that, like, this is just stupid. Fair enough. But having a dress code, I don't know, to be on the House floor, to be on the Senate floor, to be, I would say, dress nice. Okay, so if you don't want to wear a suit, fair enough, but some nice, a nice shirt, button-up shirt, some slacks, maybe some nice dress shoes. Okay, that's semi-formal, okay. But no. No. Let's just shit all over it, as Democrats generally do, as you generally do. You want to gay it up. You want to trans it up. You want to dress it down. And if it was a kid, you'd probably want to do all three and then including fuck it. Probably. Probably. Just, just venturing a guess on that one. As Democrats in general. Uh, for example, the Target store in Eastern Harlem is located in a heavily Hispanic area and reside and residents have few choices to buy good quality, healthy foods in San Francisco. One of the stores slated to close is located at 13th street and Folsom under a busy overpass with homeless tents in a large, largely commercial neighborhood with auto shops in Seattle. One of the stores is located on a busy Avenue near the university of Washington target CEO, Brian Cornell has been one of the handful of retail CEOs flagging what they described as a rising theft over the past year or so. Cornell has held steadfast that he didn't want to resort to closing stores even despite mounting losses. Target said in May that theft was uh, cutting into its bottom line and it expected retail, or excuse me, related losses could be, oh wow. Theft was cutting into its bottom line and expected related losses could be 500 million more than last year when losses from theft were estimated to be anywhere between 700 million to 800 million. So that means losses could top 1.2 billion this fiscal year. Wow. Now to put this in perspective in corporate world like that, that's not a lot of money. It's not a lot of money. I mean, to me it is my God, you want to give me a billion dollars? Absolutely. That's a lot of money. Actually, no, I take that back from those. I'm thinking like overall, no, that's just one. That was one year. Holy cow. Last year. Yeah. Last year. Jesus. Never mind. I take that back. In one year from theft, from theft. Whoa. Damn. And the, the clear picture here though, is where it's closing those stores is where it's the worst at. Where's it the worst at? Democrat shithole cities. How about that? Isn't that, isn't that weird? Weird. 
So you know what that you know what that means, folks, right? You know what these these companies are going to start doing? What they should have been doing the entire time. Think about this now. Think about the implications, the economic ripple effect, if you will. If we see in these Democrat shithole cities, and Target being Target, McDonald's, Walgreens, CVS, they've all been closing locations. What are they going to do? They're going to move out of the cities. What draws people to the cities? Well, clearly not places like that. They're more suburban areas. But they're going to start pulling out of these areas. They're going to start pulling out of blue districts. Why? Bro, all you have to do is look at a map. If we pull out a district map of America and you see red versus blue, and we can, we can dissect this down to state size, and you look at red versus blue areas and the stores and what their losses are, I guarantee you're going to see it be primarily blue, majority blue. So if a Target CEO is sitting down and their board is sitting down looking at this, now this is where it gets interesting. It's like, okay, are they going to concede the truth here? And say, like, are they going to, they're like, man, we just, ah, you know, it's in all these, these democratic, what, what's the problem? What, I, I just don't understand what it could be. And they're going to sit there and they're going to tap dance around this because no one wants to get accused of being racist until somebody says, maybe it's the blacks. <laughs> and then they're going to be like, ah, oh, that's racist. But in the back of their minds, they're going to be like, oh, well, you know, he's right. We just can't say that part out loud. <laughs> just saying, I'm just saying. Not even just black, minorities, minorities in general, low economic class, whatever you want to call it, they're not going to hit the nail on the head. They won't say it on the nose because they don't want to be accused of being racist. Folks, the videos you just watched. Now, does this mean all black? But no, I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. And it's a shame I even have to come out and like deny this part of it. It's saying that when it's specific to a singular group of people, there's something that needs to be investigated into this causation primarily what is the cause well clearly it's the culture what is the what is the what is black american culture comprised of well look at mainstream media look at culture look at everything out there what is the most influential things in the black community and i will tell you nine times out of ten it stems from hip-hop am i wrong black influencers what is the message being preached to black kids today? What is the message? What are we doing to empower these children? Because I had this debate one time on Instagram. Maybe some of you remember this with a BLM member. It was a great debate. Good dude. Respect the hell out of him. And we had an economic debate. It's like, okay, look, how is that, that black? So right now, young black men are more prone to committing crime than anybody else out there. I'm not saying that about all black people. I'm just saying, generally, statistically speaking, it's more likely to be a younger black male. Now, if that young black man, let's just put him in this position that I think a lot of people don't think about. He's in a broken home, probably has a 73% chance of not having a father figure in his life. So what does that mean? He's probably on government welfare. His mom's probably not really working that much. She could be a drug head. Nobody knows. Probably a poor motherly figure. And statistically speaking, probably has maybe one or two brothers from a different man. And he goes to school, gets a poor education because teachers are not paid worth a shit in the city. You've got other children that don't behave because they have no discipline in their life, disrupting class, being disrespectful, violent, whatever. 
So clearly that young black man is not going to have access to a good education. He's going to get a partial education. How is he expected to find a job to pay the minimum wage, to pay his minimum living expenses, continue his education, or go learn a trade school? Where is he supposed to get this money? His family's on government subsidy. He can hopefully get a scholarship from something. Hopefully, I mean, it's not even guaranteed. He's probably not making grades enough, good enough to get it. So how is this young black man who's already got the odds stacked against him thanks to his own culture he's brought up in, how is he supposed to get up into the second or to the upper income bracket, or excuse me, the middle class economic bracket? If you're lower, if you're bottom, your goal is to get to middle. If you're in lower middle, your goal is to get to middle middle, if not higher. Because middle class for me is separated into three different things, low, middle, high. And then you get into higher economic bracket, which is like you're, you're really doing well. How is that low, 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 poorly educated, broke, comes from a broken home? How is he expected to make it? He's got literally all the odds stacked against him. Well, just even having this conversation to some is like, well, John, that's racist. No, that's actually defining the problem. How do we fix this problem? Well, quite honestly, the answer is not we, but you. Black people in those communities. You got to start standing up. You got to start buckling down. I mean, a lot of you blame white people for the atrocities that have befallen you in the past that clearly have you oppressed now. Although, I mean, the Jews aren't, the Native Americans aren't, the Chinese aren't, the Japanese aren't, the Irish specifically, the Italians aren't. It's just you. Why is that? Curious to that. Very curious. Nobody wants to talk about this. Even Ben Shapiro does it. I mean, remember when he debated the BLM? He went hard on them. Good for him. And then what happened? Just kind of slacked off. I don't know. It's kind of sad to watch. Kind of sad to watch. But, anyway. Uh, all right, let's move on. It's just, shit's going to be the same. Shit's going to be the same. One second. All right. All right. I'm very curious to your thoughts on this one, chat. San Francisco. This is San Francisco, mind you. Okay. San Francisco. A San Francisco mayor wants drug testing for welfare recipients. Ooh, la la. San Francisco recipients, excuse me, San Francisco. Recipients of public assistance in a city once known for its embrace of counterculture drugs would have to submit to tests for substance use under a proposal announced Tuesday by Mayor London Breed as she faces mounting pressure to address San Francisco's fentanyl epidemic. Braid, who was running for re-election in 2024, outlined the plan the same day that an heir to the Levi Strauss and company fortune launched his own mayoral bid, according to his incumbent opponent, that had left the drug and homeless crisis fester under her watch. Her proposal, which gives progressive critics immediate, com uh, excuse me, which progressive critics immediately compared to Republican-style welfare mandates, would require all recipients of locally funded cash assistance participants in a substance abuse treatment program if screening showed drug use. No, you were, you were, you were almost there. 
You are almost there. You take a drug test. If you fail drug test, you get your shit pulled. It's not the government's role to put you into rehab. It's not the government's role to make sure you complete rehab. That is not the government's job. Folks, do we still not see how much of a nanny state this government is becoming day after day after day? Here, come to the welfare office so you can gain access to a portion of the taxes that hardworking Americans pay into. But what do you have to do? Hey, just be drug free. And if you're not drug free, we will pay you to go get cleaned up into rehab using taxpayer money. Say what? You're kidding me with this. So it's like, you half-ass fix the problem. You, you half-ass fix the issue. You'll come out there and say, okay, the fact that they even suggested drug testing is impressive. Never thought Democrats would, would do something like that. Kudos. Much kudos. And then you come out right behind it and say, but if you do fail, well, we've got the fix for you. We'll send you to rehab. That is not your responsibility. I would be a-okay. I would be perfectly fine with a portion of our taxpayer money going into buying drug testing kits. So anyone that pops, you don't get access to it. If you're on drugs, absolutely not. Well, then they say, well, John, the government should not be able to dictate or discriminate somebody getting financial assistance based upon what they want to use recreational drugs or not. Well, part of me says yes. The other part of me says no, because now you're getting other people's money. So yes, there should be safeguards and there should be massive gatekeeping to prevent you from getting other people's money. Yes, you should have to jump through hoops. No, you should not be spending any money on drugs. If you are on government assistance, you should not have money for drugs. Hence why you're on government assistance. Now, my thing is, the thing I like is that you don't get money. You just get, I know like WIC does a lot of good out there. You get food, you get actual products. You don't get money because folks, if drug issue, if drug use is the issue here we're talking about, do you ever give money to a homeless guy begging for it on the street? No. You say, I'll get you, I'll, we can go get some food. I'll get you some water, but I'm not giving you money. And what do they do? Oh, they just turn their noses up at it. No, I wanted money. Well, you know, you, you know, you, you wanted to go out there and fucking either snort it or smoke it. Let's be honest. Fuck, do that in Dallas, folks. I don't give homeless people money anymore, especially if they're fat. You're just lying, bro. You're just lying. There's there's like there's like an in-between. They can't be fat and they can't be so fucking skinny. It's like they look methed out. Like, no. You got to be an in-between for me. But I never give people money. I don't. I, I kid you not. I, <laughs> I lived in downtown Dallas for about like maybe a year, year and some change. Never again. The amount of money I was paying for an apartment in downtown Dallas, I bought my house for with uh, the apartment was like 1200 feet or no, 700 feet. The house I got in, uh, down away from Dallas, is a, it was like a 2000 feet, four bedroom, big back lot next to a lake. I paid like maybe three quarters of what I was paying when living downtown Dallas. Why anybody want to live in the city is beyond me. Fuck the cities. Absolutely not. But that being said, <laughs> what are the fixes to this? But I was driving when I lived in downtown. 
And I remember seeing a homeless dude on the corner at a stoplight on my left. I forget what the sign was holding. He looked physically capable, you know? And then I look over through my right window in my car, and there's a gas station with a sign in the window that says, Help Wanted. And I'm literally sitting there looking at the homeless dude. Then I look over to the sign. And then I look at the homeless dude. And then I look at the sign. And this motherfucker comes up to the car. And it looks at me like I'm going to, bro. And just, just point. Go fucking work, you bum. Go fucking work. I'm not giving you money. It's beyond me. It's crazy. Folks, I'm telling you, get out of the cities. Get out of the cities. I, you know, if you look at a map of the United States, and many of you know this, if you look at a map of the United States and you see most urban areas, most cities are diehard blue. That's where all the crime is at. Now, granted, that's also that's an increase of population. I think Dallas alone has almost upwards of like almost 5 million now living in it. So, yes, you are going to see naturally more crime. People living on top of each other. Absolutely. But if the law is the law is the law and is applied equally across all 50 states. Why? Oh, because in these Democrats and it, for some reason, all the Democrats love the cities. They love being in the urban areas. They don't like the country. Everything that's like good and natural and healthy, Democrats don't want it. You want to live in the cities where people are pissing in the streets. You're stacked on top of each other like fucking sardines. And most places you can't even own a vehicle because there's no point because you can't drive anywhere. You have to take subways or taxis and shit like that. You can't see a tree for miles. The sky is always clouded and fogged over with pollution. And somehow you take pride in that. Ah, New Yorker. Oh, I almost got raped three times last week. Oh, New Yorker. I don't see the pride in that. I don't. Now, don't get me wrong. I love visiting the city. I love visiting New York. Would I want to live there? Fuck no. Hell no. I can barely even make it through downtown Dallas half the time with all the shit that's walking around out there. Ugh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, am I wrong? Am, am I honestly wrong here, folks? Now, I know a lot of this is subject to opinion. I get it. But fuck me, dude. I just don't get people. I did have the craving to live in, in downtown Dallas at one point, And then after having lived there, it's like, this is never going to, I will never do this again. Absolutely not. I wouldn't care if I had a high-rise penthouse in one of the most expensive buildings. Absolutely not. I need green grass under my feet. I need to have trees. I need that stuff. To have a concrete jungle around me. No, thank you. Absolutely not. No more handouts without accountability, Breeze said at a city news conference. Well, not really. Because if they fail the drug test, you're paying for them to go to rehab. Then they're going to get access to it right again. Right, right. So what have you really done? You put one more thing that's going to cost taxpayers even more money. And then you just continued on like nothing ever happened. Like, hey, you got to take a drug test. And if you fail the drug test, are you going to pull my money? No, we're going to send you to rehab. And then when you get done with the rehab and you graduated successfully, we're going to give you money. So, and you know what's going to happen? They're just going to abuse the system. Unless there is something set into place 
that says if you pop on a drug test, you lose access to benefits for upwards of a year. And after going through rehab and successful completion, after that one year has elapsed, then you can reapply. That you could use. Fair enough. At least it's something. But instead, what's going to probably happen is they're going to do drugs, pop on the test, get sent to rehab, get clean for a little bit, go back on welfare, and then start taking drugs again until you get popped again. And then wash, rinse, repeat. All you've done is in the, the pipeline of government handout, you just added drug testing, which costs us more. So you've increased what our taxes are being used for, and you fixed and solved virtually nothing. You only compounded the problem. But Democrats just, by and large, don't care. They just, they by and large do not care. Why? It's not my money. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Okay. Gabby Rios in the chat says, as citizens, we become fat and lazy. We're, we're, uh, we're now colonists. We need to start acting like colonists. Uh, you know, we, we have, we, we become, um, we've become very, man, this is something I've been, I've been fighting with a lot when you think about it, you know, all seriousness. I do a lot of stuff for entertainment value, but think about this. Um, It, it feels like our society has had it too good for too long now. Think about it. We live in the age of Amazon Prime. By and large, Americans don't suffer much. We, we don't. You want Taco Bell at 3 o'clock in the morning? Most of the time you can get it. Stores open 24 hours? Most times you can get it. You want something delivered to your house within 48 hours? Most of the time now you can get it. Remember the time... Back in the, man, I want to say like 80s, 90s specifically. If you wanted to hear a certain song, now think about this. We have to remind ourselves of what we've been through. If you wanted to hear a certain song before it was released on cassette tape, what did you have to do? You got to listen to the radio. You got your little cassette tape for recording in the cassette player already. So as soon as you hear that song beginning to start, you push play and record at the same time. And then you record your song. Now... You can, man, you can download it from Spotify. You, it's at your fingertips within a second, which I'm not knocking these. These are great things. But the, the after effects, the secondary tertiary effects of what this type of society has created, well, we have fallen into degeneracy, poverty. We've lost all sense of culturalism. What, what is America now? It's crazy to see this. It's so, it's so crazy to see this. You go look at places like Africa where they even struggle to have clean water, much less water in their houses, if you even have a house. Many are still starving over there, but look at America. Really look at America. Folks, here's a challenge for you. Wherever you're at, wherever you're at, if you're listening to the sound of my homoerotic voice, I want you to take pause and look around the people in your settings and how many of them are overweight. Ooh, this one's going to hit you hard. The next time you go to a public outing, Walmart, Target, groceries, doesn't matter. Go look and see how many people are overweight and out of shape. America is one of the fattest, fucking disgusting, gluttonous countries in this world. And the only reason it's not the most is because of the statistic little freaking disparity here. For example, there's like an island in the Caribbean somewhere that only has like 100 people, but like 75% of them are like clearly obese. So 75% of that country, that kind of whatever, is obese. That's how they rate it, which is kind of like, really? Okay, fair enough. But still, but still. 
Look at America. Heart disease is our biggest killer. Heart disease, folks. In many cases, very preventable by eating a semi-decent, healthy, and don't even get me started on our diets. Our diets, I like when I, I love traveling because traveling, I get to learn a lot. In Peru, I talked about this before. In Peru, I think they have over 40 or 140 different kinds of corn. The first time I had Peruvian corn, by the way, I didn't even know what it was. It's like, oh no, that's a type of corn. It's like, it tastes weird. But it was actually very good for you. Did you know that? Our corn in America has been so genetically modified, the nutritional value is damn near gone if it has any to begin with. We ingest so many chemicals. Do you know why, like, the older generation, like our grandfather's generation, why they were so strong? Food still had nutritional value. Now it does not. It's disgusting. Everything has so many chemicals and preservatives. The fruit has the little wax coating on it so it stays ripe longer. It's not meant to be that way. We use chemicals in the production of crops. Shouldn't have been that way. I'm telling you, folks, you got to take care of yourself because if you don't, what happens? Well, then the hospitals get you. I'd rather pay more for a grocery bill than I would a medical bill. Who you Consider who you're going to pay more for. I've been very blessed to be very healthy in my life. Probably a lot to do with the Army. I'm not going to lie. They pumped me through with so much shit, I could probably get HIV right now and cure it. It's crazy. But I've conditioned myself with a, with a fitness background to, man, if I even have like a Coke, I feel guilty. Because what some of you need to do, and I'm going to go ahead and go to the fat shaming segment of today's episode that was clearly unplanned. I challenge you to go look at the amount of sugar that is in a Coke versus in a Red Bull versus in a Gatorade. If you actually really sit down and take a long, hard look at how much sugar that we consume on the daily, it is astronomical. It is astronomical. It's crazy to me. JC Frank in chat says, this guy is stupid. Why is this topic the most important thing for him to talk about? He doesn't offer anything positive. Here's something positive. Go suck, start a shotgun, you cocksucker. I'll talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. These are identifying America's problems, you stupid fuck. Maybe you actually sat down and you listened. You want something positive? Okay. Go turn on a fucking motivational coach. This is politics. Name me something positive in politics, you dumb fuck. Here's something positive. You're an idiot. Hopefully I made the chat laugh. What a fucking moron. These fucking clowns. So offended. Like, why are you even here? You're so easily offended and triggered. You're a bunch of little beta bitches. Who is he to judge anyone? You know what? This is fish shaming is dividing the people. Are you kidding me? It's motherfuckers that are weak like you. We've seen you be in charge now for so fucking long. You should be ashamed if you're fat and out of shape because of your own doing and your gluttonous behavior. You should be ashamed. You should feel bad. But weak motherfuckers like you that are nothing but enablers, you do the exact opposite and you make the problem worse. Shaming fucking works. Weak beta little bitches like you, you're not even real fucking men. You can't lead fuck. Instead of like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You should be satisfied with second and third place. You should be satisfied with being overweight. Like, fuck you. You're never business owners. You're never winners. You're always fucking losers. You're always socially unattractive, unaware. You're always the fucking same. You're losers. Take that loser mentality and get the fuck away from me. Winners don't think like that. There is a go-between of understanding, but don't you dare come in here and spread your fucking weakness. Oh, it's heinous. Get the fuck out of here, you little beta bitch. God, I can't see. Look, 
Let the fucking people rot. Let society just go downhill. But it doesn't mean that you have to. You can still stand on principles. You can still stand on good morality. You can still stand on health and being a hard-charging, successful motherfucker. Well, these losers like that, what do they do? They just yap from the sidelines. Yep, 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 yep. You could sit there, folks, and work your ass off climbing that mountain of success. And what are they going to do the entire time you're doing it? They're going to criticize you. They're going to bitch. They're going to whine. They're going to moan. They're going to complain. And meanwhile, you're at the top. But you know where they go once you hit the top, folks? Nowhere. They're still there. They will still be there criticizing you on how you climb that mountain of success. Yet they themselves have never fucking done it. And they never will. This motherfucker in the chat, you want to criticize. Who is she? Who is she? Nah, nah. Fucking go play in traffic. Little bitch. I can't stand you people. Ugh. Get away from me. Get away from me with your loser mentality. Winners don't surround themselves with your kind of people. Oh, fuck, bite the pillow, bitch. Anyway. Biggest case right now, all over the news. All over the news here. It's interesting. Judge rules. Trying to gel enjoy that. <laughs> Don't ever come in my chat. Don't ever fucking come. I'm not one of these political commentators that's going to like go toe to toe with you nicely. No. I match your energy, bitch. You come in my chat. You act like a little shit. I'll treat you like a shit. That's what America needs more of. Punch more motherfuckers in the face. That's what we need more of. Am I wrong? I'm just saying. Sometimes violence is the answer. Judge rules Trump defrauded banks, insurers, while building real estate empire. Uh, New York AP, a judge ruled Tuesday that Donald Trump committed fraud for years while building the real estate empire that catapulted him to fame and the White House, and he ordered some of the former president's companies removed from his control and dissolved. Whoa. That's, Wow. Judge Arthur Angoron, Angoron, ruling in a civil lawsuit brought by New York Attorney General Latita James. Oh, there you go. Now, remember, Latita James has always had it out for Trump. She's made no, um, she's, she's not made it hidden whatsoever. She definitely has a vendetta against Trump. The, again, this is the judicial system. This is the judicial system. She found that Trump and his company deceived banks, insurers, and others by massively overvaluing his assets and exaggerating his net worth on paperwork used in making deals and securing loans. I'm very, I'm very curious how that actually happens because you don't appraise your own property. I'm just curious on that one. But anyway, I think there's a lot of specifics on this one that I don't want to get into the weeds about because I'm not sure how real estate works at that level. I mean, I just bought like another house for like the fifth time in my life. So I'm certainly not an expert at this, but something seems off about this. Something seems very off. A little Frankie runaway in the chat. A little dual crying. A little dual crying. Did he go? Did he leave? Okay, good. Fuck him. A little nerd. Who are we to judge? Shut the fuck. You know, I, that's what I love about those types of morons. They're clearly not parents. You shouldn't judge people. Have a daughter. Have a daughter and say that. 
I fucking dare you. Have a daughter and say some stupid shit like that. We shouldn't judge them. We don't know. Meanwhile, that young boy shows up trying to date your old your little girl. You gonna judge him then? Oh, we shouldn't judge him. He only looks kind of rapey, you know. He talks to, down to her, mistreats her verbally, but we shouldn't judge. We don't know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Am I wrong on any of these? Have any of the principles, have any of the guiding perspectives that I've given you been wrong in any way, shape, or form? Like, or let me just say this, because these are subjective opinions. These are subjective uh, characteristics or morals, if you will. But have any of them that I have listed, would any of them reflect negatively on you had you actually employed them? Work hard. Don't surround yourself with losers. Don't get fat. Exercise. Take care of yourself. Don't hang out with people that think oppositely of you in regards to those types of things that want to eat shit all the time. Is anything I've said going to reflect negatively, uh, negatively on you should you practice them? No, absolutely not. You just don't like the way I deliver the message. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, how are we doing? You doing okay, big guy? Oh, look, I noticed you, you're putting on a few pounds. You eat a lot of Big Macs there. Yeah, I know they taste good. Oh, I know they do. Oh, they do. They didn't even wash it down with a Dr. Pepper that's like 50 grams of sugar. I know. Yeah, But here's the problem. You're getting a lot of fat. And it's building up around your heart. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to make it hard for your heart to beat. And you're going to die. And we don't want you to go nappy nap. Why oh, don't you stay alive and healthy? Should I should I present it like that? Is that better? Does that sound better? Is that what you need as a grown-ass fucking adult? You see, that's the problem with this world. A lot of you have been turned into fucking pussies because that's how you were dealt with in the corporate environment every single fucking day. Hey, Bob. You know, the one good thing about the military, there were no emotions. Hey, come here, fuck nugget. This is fucked up. Fix it. Roger that, aren't. Got it. Done. Problem solved. There is no, well, the way that the NCO said it, it really, it really hurt my man. Fuck your feelings, you little beta bitch. I hate these motherfuckers. I'm not sitting there intentionally trying to offend people. Oh my God, if the delivery comes off a little fucking crass or a little, little, little much, pull the tampon out of your ass. You can be okay, Bob. Okay. Especially if that's a dude. Especially if that's a dude. Ah. Ridiculous. Uh, okay. If not successfully appealed, the order would strip Trump of his authority to make a strategic and financial decisions over some of his key properties in the state. I'd seen an article where it talked about Mar-a-Lago being brought into this. Trump is in a series of statements, excuse me, in a series of statements, railed against the decision, calling it un-American and part of an ongoing plot to damage his campaign and return to the White House. Uh, he's not wrong on that one. Democrats have not um, made any hidden They've not made it hidden to the fact that they want to deplatform Trump. They want to banned off of social media. They don't want this guy running. They don't want him in politics. Of course not. They've made no key of hiding this. Now these judges coming out after him left and right, look, that doesn't mean I'm going to vote for him. Sorry, that doesn't change anything. But it still can be, and we can sit there and have the conversation of this is wrong, but I'm also still not going to vote for him. That's just me. But this is still fucked up. Uh, beyond mere bragging about his riches, Trump, his company, and key executives repeatedly lied about them on his annual financial statements, reaping rewards such as favorable loan terms and lower insurance costs, and Goran found. Those tactics crossed the line and violated the law, the judge said, rejecting Trump's contention that a disclaimer on the financial statements absolved him of any wrongdoing. 
In defendant's word, a world, excuse me, rent regulated apartments are worth the same as unregulated apartments. Restricted land is worth the same as unrestricted land. Restrictions can evaporate into thin air. A disclaimer by one party casting responsibility on another party exonerates the other party's lies. And Garon wrote in his 35-page ruling, that is a fantasy world, not the real world. Manhattan prosecutors had looked into bringing criminal charges over the same conduct, but declined to do so, leaving James to sue Trump and seek penalties that aim to disrupt his and his family's ability to do business. In Goron's ruling in a phase of the case known as summary judgment, summary judgment, excuse me, resolves the key claim in James' lawsuit, but several others remain. He'll decide on those claims in James' request for $250 million in penalties at a trial starting October 2nd. Trump's lawyers have asked an appeals court for a delay. Today, a judge ruled in favor and found that Donald Trump and the Trump organization engaged in years of financial fraud. James said in a statement, we look forward to presenting the rest of our case at trial. Kind of hard to believe anybody at this point. Russian collusion, all these things, China, 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 all the lives, all the lies they've told about Donald Trump. Again, I'm not voting for Donald Trump. You know this, but Trump, come on. This guy's got a target on his back. This is some bullshit. This is some bullshit. And the point that I try to make to Republicans, to conservatives, this is why we should be for the abolishment of the FBI, the ATF, the IRS, these three-letter agencies, folks. Trump's right when he says, they're not coming for me. They're coming after you. I just stayed in the way, folks. No, they're coming after Trump. Well, let's let's be honest about it. They're coming after you, bro. They're not coming after me. I'm not indicted in three, four different states. I hopefully never won, to tell you the truth. But still, it's still wrong what they're doing to this guy. Well, I can agree to that point for sure. Now, again, I also feel like something like this, if they're going to take a case against Trump for something like this, they're going to have to come with the facts. If they present the facts and Trump, you know, but it does, it does, hold on. Something does, makes me question this. Why now? His real estate holdings, you figure that would have been their number one target if they want to try and take down Trump. Why now? Makes me think that they actually don't have anything because, I mean, he's been around for like, what, eight years in the political world now? Seven years-ish? Okay, give or take. He's a prominent name. He'll probably be, he'll, he will be one of the most well-known politicians one of the most well-known politicians in the history of America, much less the world. They're not forgetting about this guy anytime soon. But I say, I tell you that to tell you this. You think if they wanted to take down Trump, his real estate holdings would have been target numero uno. But why now, some six, seven years later? I'm very curious on that. It's interesting. <clears throat> Real estate insiders bewildered by judges. 18 million valuation of Trump's Mar-a-Lago would list at 300 million. <clears throat> A New York judge's Tuesday ruling valuing Donald Trump's sprawling headline-making Florida state at 18 million has left industry experts perplexed. In his verdict, Manhattan Supreme Court Justice Arthur Anagon uh, and Goron delivered a bombshell ruling that the former president committed fraud by inflating the value of his wealth, which details including the monetary value associated with Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach. This decision, which came down without a jury, without a jury is key right there. Without a jury? What the fuck? Without a jury. Um... I mean, I think that's in the Constitution. I could be wrong, right? Isn't one of those 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 BOR things, little statements there? Right to face your accuser? Jury and all? 
Timely, timely, timely trial? Anything? Or is that just me? Something's off about this. The decision which came down without a jury has set shockwaves through the political and real estate circles, especially that 18 million base value for the property. One prominent Palm Beach real estate broker speaking on the condition of anonymity. Hey, I did it. I nailed it. I got it on that one, guys. I got, I got it on that one. Are we proud of me? JCF is still in the chat. Poor thing suffers from insecurities and inferiority complex. Wasting my valuable time. You got all that from fucking what? Watching me for 20 minutes, dude. Wow. You're an expert. Jason, dude, shut the fuck up. Go kill yourself. Get the fuck out of the chat room. Nobody gives a fuck. Go away. Fucking loser. Wasting my time. Yet you're still your valuable time. Valuable time. Really? <laughs> you fucking nerd. <laughs> Wasting my Hold on, guys. We got a pro sitting in the chat over here. We <laughs> My valuable time has been wasted by watching this guy. Yet, you're still watching me, motherfucker, aren't you? Damn right. You gotta lick my ass, aren't you? I am not your fucking typical commentator, dude. You're not gonna come in here and fuck around with me. I will fucking crucify you. Shut the fuck up, you little beta bitch. Inferiority complex, dude. I'm better than you. I know I am. There's no. I feel nothing. You threaten me in no way, shape, or form. I feel nothing from you. In fact, I just use you for my little content slut. Look, I make fun of you, and people, they love it. They love it. You get me engagement. So when you think you're being smart, I'm playing you because you're my little content whore. Now shut the fuck up. Right now you're my bottom bitch, though, so keep it up. I take that back. Keep talking in the chat. Get people riled up. Little bottom bitch. You're wasting my valuable time from, like, what? Watching anime and jerking off? Shut the fuck up. What a nerd. All right, one prominent Palm Beach real estate broker speaking on the condition of anonymity told about two in a row. Two in a row. Damn. Damn. That's good. Um, it's utterly delusional to think this property is only worth $18 million. And Goran's verdict holds Trump 77 along with his family and his business empire, the Trump Organization, liable for fraud and central allegation in New York Attorney General Latita James' lawsuit against the defendants. In a 35-page judgment, and Goran sided with James, asserting that Trump had made unequivocally false statements in official documents to secure favorable terms with financial institutions. Um... I'm very curious how you're going to do that because when it comes to evaluating properties and stuff like that, you literally have nothing to do with that. That's on the bank side of the appraisal. So again, I don't want to get into the weeds on this one, but something feels off. A judge does not get to determine the value of property. It doesn't. Nobody, or excuse me, notably, Trump claims, such as his triplex penthouse in Trump Tower being 3,000 square feet when it was closer to 11,000, were also described by Angoron as fraudulent given their significant discrepancies. Hold on. Trump's claims, such as his triplex penthouse in Trump being 30,000 square feet when it was closer to 11, were also described by, okay, so fraudulent given. Oh, so you're talking about he fabricated some of the, oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah. Okay, I could see that. I could see that. But is that really, is that fraud? I'm very curious on that because you have to disclose that information. I mean, if you're going to I don't know. Debt says the crook in our White House and his son, Roddy. Dude, I know. I know. I don't get it either. How, how Biden and Hunter have gotten away with so much stuff now is beyond me. It's clearly because we do have a weaponized political system or judicial system. That's why I try and convince Republicans, get away from this. 
This is going to blow back on you. You've got a president that has close ties with China. Matter of fact, another article came out today. 250000 wired to Hunter Biden's account from China. So the Russian collusion that Trump lived, lived through, through what, 2015, 2016, when it first broke? All that was debunked. CNN's ratings plummeted. But now we got a White House that is infested with the Ukraine-China crime family. And then Hunter Biden gets slapped on the wrist with fucking what, gun charges? Are you kidding me? And meanwhile, they go after Trump like this. Folks, this is a banana republic. This is dangerous. This is dangerous. It's, I mean, my God, they impeached Trump twice over what? But Biden and his son, well, yeah. That, that makes perfect sense. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. There's clearly two sides to this system, folks. Why should anybody have any faith in it? Why should anybody have any faith in it? I mean, would you? When you see a trend, when you see a history of this, it's just mind-blowing to me. I don't know. However, the ruling raised eyebrows when Ngoron, a Democrat who ran unopposed in the general election on November 3rd, 2015, evaluated Trump or excuse me, the worth of Trump's prize-sized Mar-a-Lago Club Resort at $18 million, ruling the property was inflated by 2,500%. 2,500%? He cited a basic Palm Beach assessor valuation that ranged from $18 million to $28 million between 2011 and 2021, with industry sources saying it fails to take into consideration the fair market value. This valuation is far from Trump's 1985 purchase of... Price point of $10 million, $8 million less than what the judge declared it was worth today. How does a judge have the jurisdiction, the authorization to make such a claim? This is what I think. You're, you're Bro, without a jury especially, you're just saying based upon properties within the area, yours should be worth this. We also have to remember there's a factor those other properties don't have. That's Donald Trump's home. So that's definitely going to increase the value. Hence, any celebrity out there. Now, do I think Trump is wrong? I don't know. I'd have to see the facts on this. Is Trump making claims that are fraudulent, like 11,000 versus the, fair enough. But at the same time, like, I, I, dude, I don't think this is, this stops at a judge. A judge can't sit there and say, hey, uh, you claim that you paid, you know, $20,000 for that car, but I feel it's only worth this much now. If you say anything otherwise, it's fraud. Like, uh, really? Is that really the way you want to go? I don't know. That's just me. Um, Britney Spears, what the fuck happened to her? Have you, have you, has, have anybody, have you had the misfortune of going to her Instagram? I've, I've rarely done it on occasion. She'll go viral for something crazy. Let's go see what Britney's doing now. I don't follow her. But I am curious on this. Like what, what is going on with this woman? Britney Spears sparks fans' concerns after bizarre dance with kitchen knives. Der Ferk? Pop star Britney Spears sparked concern this week when she released another bizarre video of her dancing at home, except this time she had a pair of kitchen knives in her hand. Uh, 
IROC77 says, I think Trump is the only candidate with the balls to go after these organizations such as the FBI and the CDC. That's where they keep coming. I disagree. And here's why I say I respectfully disagree with you is that Trump is the one that empowered these organizations. Trump empowered Fauci. Trump empowered Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer. Trump empowered all of these people. Trump listened to the CDC. He didn't question them. Trump didn't question Fauci. Trump appointed Ray to the FBI. Trump empowered the FBI. Okay? So I'm sorry, Trump had his chance. Do I think DeSantis would do it? I think so. Not to the extent I'd want him to. I would say I want the complete ab abolishment of the FBI. I want them gone. And next, the IRS. Get rid of them. Get fucking rid of them. But do I think Trump? No. Trump had his chance and he didn't. He did not make it clear. He didn't do it. He bowed to Fauci, gave him a award, locked us down. And then said, you know, Trump, I'm sorry. Trump has shifted his stance so many times. He tweeted out. Back in like 2021, 2020, no, no, it was 20, it was 2019. He talked about that governors have to go through him to reopen. And then he changed his stance. Trump locked us down. Trump, if we say the vaccine killed people and we couldn't sue Pfizer or Johnson & Johnson, they were protected by the government. Which government? Trump was at the root of that. Carrie Lake tweets out, uh, you know, I love her. I love her attempt to appeal to uh, appeal to like decency. I don't know. Listen to this. She tweets out, she says, we could spend decades blaming each other for the COVID response. We probably will. Oh, yes. We're blaming the people that should be blamed. A hundred percent. It's like, I'm sorry, but the Kerry Lakes and these other MAGA cultists, I'm not talking to the chat. I'm talking about these types. Did you forget what COVID did? What the lockdowns did? Did you forget? Now you're trying to play this thing of like, look, we're not trying to point fingers anymore because, you know, Donald Trump's in the fucking spotlight for it. Well, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, he should be held responsible. If, as many Republicans say, that clot shot is deadly. And then Trump comes out and said, we did it. We're the ones that rolled it out, folks. Well, Operation Whoops, we had it in nine months. So he's the grandfather of the clot shot. Why are you not blaming him? It's too easy to, to, to deflect the Fauci. This is what Carrie Lake says. Listen to this. We could spend decades blaming each other for the COVID response. We probably will. I just don't think it's the most productive use of our time. Oh, I'm sorry, Carrie. I'm sorry. Some of us lost everything. Some of us lost our entire fucking business, our entire fucking fortune. Meanwhile, big wig CEO of Johnson & Johnson 5 made trillions, trillions of fucking dollars. Your types got fucking even more wealthy. Meanwhile, our types had to beg, borrow, and scrape just to get through that government-regulated lockdown. And who was at the heart of it? Donald fucking Trump. Many others are to blame, absolutely. But don't you dare... Listen to how she finishes this. I just don't think it's the most productive use of our time. I think our most immediate concern should be to prosecute Anthony Fauci. Can we agree on that? So what I love what Carrie Lake has done here, you just have to love this, is that Donald Trump locks us down. Fauci gets put at the forefront. Fauci works for Trump, but Carrie Lake thinks we should just be focused on Fauci. How does that work? And you know why? Because Carrie Lake wants to fucking be that VP. Now she's talking about candidacy for uh, Congress. That I had high hopes for her. 
I really did. But then what happens? You get around Donald Trump and that cult of personality, and then you just give up all common fucking sense, and you refuse to pin blame where it justifiably belongs. It's crazy. DeSantis is a backstabber. The PBD podcast had Carrie Lake on yesterday. She made a great point that DeSantis is just another lying prick politician. Really? Because I can sit here and look at Carrie Lake and all the bullshit that she's fucking promoting. She's on Trump's dick harder than anybody. Like, are we really trying to compare, like, a, 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 a politician purity test? You think there's any politician out there that doesn't fucking lie? Even DeSantis, come on, stop. Stop with this bullshit. So let's do a whataboutism then. So if we're going to say, what about, what about Ron DeSantis? Let's look at Trump versus Florida. If you want to put those comparisons side by side, we can have that conversation. But to sit there and say that, you know, DeSantis is bought and paid for. Every single one of you fucking morons say this. Who bought him? Meanwhile, Trump did business dealings with Soros. It's been fucking proven. And I don't give a fuck about that because it's business. But being that your types care so much about that and you only want to investigate into one side of it. Well, he's bought and paid for by Jeb Bush. Show me the fucking receipts or delete your account. Show me the fucking receipts or delete your account. Stop with these generic bullshit accusations. They're bought and paid for. You know why? Because the MAGA fucking nerds put out a talking point and the loomer fucking retards that are dumb as fuck echo the same bullshit. Bought and paid for. Ron Paul. Oh, really? Not Ron Paul. Fucking uh, Paul Ryan. Oh, really? Who did Trump praise? Paul Ryan. Who did Trump endorse? Mitt Romney. Who did Trump just recently endorse and use at one of his campaign rallies this week? <gasps> Lindsey Graham. It's just hilarious to me how you fucking MAGA cultists will sit there and levy accusations. I'm not even voting for DeSantis, but I find your fucking hypocrisy just astronomical. The same shit you accuse DeSantis and every other politician of doing, your guy is fucking currently doing. And you refuse to acknowledge that. You refuse to cast any blame because that's why you're a fucking cult. You will not call out your own like you should. You are the furthest thing from patriots. You are in the cult of personality and you don't give a fuck about the truth. You don't give a fuck about the people. And more importantly, you don't give a fuck about the Constitution. We should take the guns first, due process second. Oh, give me more orange, daddy. Um, yeah, yeah. I hate liberals too. Bunch of fucking morons. Morons. Trump comes out as pro-choice. What does the fucking pro-life movement and the conservative group do in the MAGA side? Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe we shouldn't be as pro. Uh, come on, guys. Or the exact opposite. The influencers on the MAGA side of the house, the Jack Sobasek and those grifters from the Turning Point loser bunch, fucking quiet. Not a fucking peep. You know why? Because they're paid by Trump. They're going to echo the same talking points as Donald Trump. And when Trump sticks his foot in his mouth, they got to be there. They, they are the Jen Psaki's to, to Biden that they are to Trump. They are the Corrine Jean-Pierre's of the MAGA movement. They are the liars, the grifters, the charlatans that are going to sell you a bill of goods that are bullshit. Bullshit. 
because these people are tied to an identity. Their identity is the politician. It's not the Constitution. It's not the idea of liberty. It's not the idea of freedom. It's not the idea of a free fucking market, small federal government. No, it's the idea of Donald fucking Trump. Why? Because he pays them. They are paid to say this. Cat turd on Twitter. Case in point. Praise DeSantis. Praise DeSantis. And then as soon as DeSantis decides to run, worst governor everywhere. What a fucking trailer park trash redneck fucking hot take to say. Listen to that guy talk. Makes me want to fucking blow my brains out. Well, you know what she's talking about? Did you put your fucking teeth in this morning, you dumb fucking hick? Every fucking time. Tweet after tweet. Back in like, oh my God, during COVID. I love our governor. I love our governor. He's a good guy. He's, I love Ron DeSantis. I love Ron DeSantis. And then what do you do? What do you fucking do? He decides to run. Oh, he's the worst governor ever. Fuck off. Your inconsistencies and lies and mental gymnastics are just for fucking retarded. I don't know. John is totally off lately. Probably listening too much to his girlfriend agreeing with her just to get laid. Uh, that's called deflection, buddy. And my girlfriend's hotter than you will ever pull in your entire life. And she actually doesn't do politics. I do. So the fact is, you don't like the fact I just called you on your bullshit. You're too fucking stupid to counter with anything actually intelligent. So instead, you try and go for my girlfriend. I'm sorry that you're jealous of my life. I'm sorry that you can't even stack up to half the man that I fucking am. And I have the balls to come on here and stand true to my convictions. And you didn't counter one single fucking example I gave you. Did Trump or did not Trump attack the Second Amendment? Answer that question, motherfucker. Or I will ban you from my chat right the fuck now. Right the fuck now. Answer the question or I ban you. Did Trump attack the Second Amendment? Yes or no? Answer it, bitch. You got a big fucking mouth in the chat. You want to talk a lot of shit? Answer the fucking question. What should I expect with a fucking name like Metalhead? I'm sure he is a consumer of fine, intelligent-sounding music. Many leather-bound books that smell of rich mahogany. Fucking nerds. Did Trump just not come out as being pro-choice? Did he or did he not? I fucking challenge you. I challenge you. Did he or did he not? I'm just curious. Why can't you answer that? Oh, did he suddenly leave the chat? Is he gone? Is he gone? How many of you fucking retards do I got a dick slap before you fucking learn? Of course not. Can a man become a woman? Vivek is a fucking snake oil salesman. I will never trust Vivek Ramaswamy. That guy is big pharma through and through. He keeps flip-flopping. Vivek Ramaswamy, I would never vote for. That guy is a charlatan. Absolutely not. Uh, Mr. Trump, what is a woman? Well, you know, it's a bad... Bro, fucking no. Fucking no. Fucking no. It's not that hard. And yet you want someone that's going to fight this culture war. You want someone that's going to step in there, stop transing the fucking kids, that's going to have some kind of, I don't know, foot-rooted in common fucking sense. And then Donald Trump, the orange Cheeto dick-looking motherfucker. Uh, uh, I don't know. Motherfucker, why don't you act like 2015 Donald Trump and have a shred of self-fucking-respect? Stand up there for what you fucking believe. But no, you can't because you suck dick with the likes of Caitlyn Jenner. 
Ooh, I don't want to offend. Uh, yeah. You motherfuckers, man. You motherfuckers. If you will, you see, this is the difference. If you will come to the table of debate and discussion and be good faith and have honest conversations, I've got no issue with you. Josh sits across from me. He will concede when Trump does something fucking stupid, but says I vote for him based upon his economic policy. I can respect that. That's honesty. You motherfuckers out there. Oh, well, Trump's actually a conservative. No, he's not. He's a fucking populist Democrat. Stop it. Stop it. Come on. Stop fucking playing games already. How much longer does Donald Trump got to shit in your cornflakes before you wake up and realize maybe it's because we're voting for a fucking 90s Democrat. And what do fucking the GOP do? This is the dangerous thing that Trump has created in the GOP. I'm just going to put the cards on the table here. You can unfollow me. I don't fucking care. Here's the deal. Donald Trump's era of politics ushered in the biggest fucking clowns into the GOP. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of politicians to begin with, but when we got the likes of Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and the rest of these fucking retards running around there like chickens with their heads cut off to get closer to Donald Trump so they can be get big in the GOP, it's fucking ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But now, Donald Trump has become such a polarizing figure in the GOP that actual fucking conservatives, like the idea, or libertarians, like the ideas of Thomas Massey, Rand Paul, Amish, the rest of these dudes... That normally, I would say I agree with 98% are kind of like, what the fuck is happening? And then you have this GOP MAGA movement that now attacks them. Anything they say to Trump that is no, you're a fucking rhino sellout. And I'm sitting here looking in accordance with the Constitution and what they're suggesting is saying, no, Trump's wrong on this. Constitution says this, Trump's off. <gasps> well, then you must not be MAGA. I guess I'm not. I'm sorry. I apologize. Who did Trump pardon? Steve fucking Bannon. That sellout show motherfucker. You got Assange. You got Snowden. You got motherfuckers that are out there exposing the deep state. And it's not deep state. It's just corruption, folks. Stop trying to like make this some kind of just Narnia fucking novel. The deep state deep within the dark woods of DC. Ooh. No, it's corruption. It's fucking corruption. So instead of, you know, Assange, I don't agree with everything Assange did. But Snowden and the rest of them exposed the corruption, exposed the weaponization of the government against private free citizens. And what did he do? He picked fucking fat ass, uh, you know, dick kisser, Bannon, Mr. Wall Fund's embezzling motherfucker, snake in the grass, just fucking snake. So who does Trump surround himself with? These fucking clowns with the likes of Mike Lindell. Get the pillow guy the fuck out of the White House. I don't want these fucking retards influencing the president into making decisions that impact me at the economic level and cultural level, to be honest. Who does Trump surround himself with? It's time for him to pick a fucking side. Pick a side, Trump. Are you a conservative or are you a Democrat? Fucking pick it. I'm tired of this bullshit. Give me an actual conservative. Give me an actual libertarian more than anything, please. But I am tired. I am fucking tired of all these so-called MAGA conservatives coming out. He's the most conservative president we've ever had. Are you fucking crazy? Are you crazy? You've got to be crazy. And the reason is you're not looking for this. You refuse to because your identity is tied in with the politician and not the Constitution. All right, well, let's move on. I got to fix. I got to finish this. We're coming up in almost two hours. Damn, I got spicy today. Hmm, really spicy. 
pop star Britney Spears. Uh, though Spears claimed that the knives were not re- they weren't real. Um, they look real to me. Though Spears claimed that the knives were not real, she gave no visual confirmation on this. The video has people on social media worried about her safety, saying it represents an extra step forward in her ongoing saga of strange videos. In her Instagram post, Brittany said that the knives were a homage to the home, the coming Halloween season. I started playing in the kitchen with knives today, she wrote. Um, is that ever a statement that you should make out loud or actually do? Hey, I was playing in the kitchen with some knives today. What? That sounds like something you tell your children not to do. <clears throat> Sub actually has a good question. Says, how do we fix this? And actually get a constant. I do. Very good question. Thank you for that. Good. That's a good faith question. Here, here's how you fix this. You're not going to like how this. And this is just, this is dependent on outcomes. Several different outcomes. Number one, stop voting GOP. <clears throat> Now, you're going to ask the question, well, then what happens? Start voting third party. Well, the left is going to win. Yes, the left is going to win. The left is going to win for a little while. I, I, you know, this, there is no other way. This is the situation that we've now found ourselves in. Okay? If we continue to let the Trumpian era of politicians and politics infect the GOP, overall, the GOP needs to progress a little bit in certain areas. It needs to pull away from the idea of church and state being one and the same. We've got to have a separation. There's got to be, I don't want any religiousation from Islam, Christian, Judea. I don't want any religious legislation. I don't want any religious law. I want a theocracy off the table. That's what Lauren Boebert wants. We all have to live in a Christian nation. No, that's the exact reason why America was founded. To get away from fucking those that want to have their method or their theology forced on others. Bloody Mary, go look her up. That's why America was founded. Now, stop voting GOP. When we have candidates out there, that are just shit candidates, instead of saying, hey, this is all we've got, better this than the left. No, it's not. I think I think opposite now. I think, in fact, quite opposite. If the GOP wants to be taken seriously, they need to put up some quality candidates. This starts with freaking the chair, the GOP chairwoman, who's doing a horrible job, to the local delegates, to everybody out there within the GOP that works, you need to start putting up some really better, better fucking candidates because what you're putting out there is a fucking joke. We lost to John Fetterman. Given, given, that's a blue area. Still, you lost to a fucking vegetable. Who do we put up against them? Oz. Well done. Well done. Gun grabber Oz. So if we kind of look at this, this history of who we're putting up in the GOP as candidates, they're not the best that we've got. They are not. So instead, we put up, it's a popularity contest. You get the influencers involved. Everybody is so bent on personality and not policy that this is what you get. You get personality. So my solution, stop voting GOP. You starve the GOP of your vote. And we send a message. Until you fix this, until you make this a party that's respectable again, and you get rid of the clown show freaks, you won't get my vote. The left won't get it either. I'll vote independent. Because all we're doing, folks, if we continue doing this, well, it's all we've got to choose from. The problem doesn't fix itself. We keep electing spineless politicians. When has the GOP really gotten us a solid victory, a solid, solid win? No. 
Eddie, Eddie in the um in the social media world? Do we do we do we do any fighting there? Nope. What happened? Article 230 came under scrutiny. Then all these fucking politicians just bent the knee, start sucking the dick of the big tech. Oh, well, it's a private company. They could do whatever they want. They're in bed with the government. We knew this. We know this now for a fact. So it's not a private company. In fact, they're publicly traded. But you get where I'm going with this. They should not be afforded those government protections. Yet, what do our politicians do? What did Ted Cruz do? You drag up Zuckerberg before Congress. You testify, he testifies, you grill him a little bit, you get a few gotcha moments, you clip it, you post it to your Twitter, you get a bunch of retweets, you get some votes, oh, look what I did. But what actually changed? Not a fucking thing. Not a fucking thing. Sub says the third party flip-flops. I'm not talking about believing in the third party. I'm just simply saying, don't waste your vote like not voting at all. I'd vote, the, I know the third party. I, dude, nobody takes libertarians seriously. They're too busy arguing about who's a real libertarian. I am right there with you. But what you are doing is you're not giving the GOP your vote and saying, look, I'm done with you. So you better come together as an organization and you better figure it the fuck out. They, they, are, they, they work for us, folks. Hold them accountable. Hold them fucking accountable. We keep voting for the same thing and nothing changes. So if the determining factor, if the determining factor is we just don't want to go through a hard period, folks, we're going to have to go through a very hard period. It's going to get bad. I'm sorry to say that. I don't want it to be this way. I wish it wasn't. I really wish we can get some candidates out there like, fuck, man. I love this. We got Thomas Massey. What happens? Drano and the rest of these fucking MAGA retards attack him because Representative Paulina Luna... Wants to censure Adam Schiff and then fine him $10 million. Well, you can censure him all you want, absolutely. You can't find the motherfucker. It's unconstitutional. It goes against the very document. And then what does MAGA do? Well, if you say no to Trump or anything that goes against the left, you must be for the left. No, there are still the guidelines of the founding documents that we must abide by because if we do not, we are no better than the left. I get where you're coming from, but you need to get where we're coming from. If we just crumble the Constitution, if the right caves and pulls what the left is doing, there will be civil war. There will be civil war. The left violates the law left and right. The moment the right does it, it is fucking war. We are this close and teetering on a fucking thread that if the GOP pulls up the same tax as the left does, it's game the fuck over. The GOP needs to be fixed from the inside. There needs to be a cleaning out of all the Trumpian bullshit. Trump is not a conservative. Starts right here, right off the bat. Kick the fucking NRA to the curb. You want where I actually stand? Here it is. Get rid of the fucking NRA. Stop paying these motherfuckers if you're a member. Get rid of them. They're worthless. They are bureaucrats. When the time came and Donald Trump came out and stood for stood against due process and against the Second Amendment, they didn't say a fucking word and neither did Turning Point. So if they're loyalists that go against the Constitution, get them out. Get rid of them. Secondly, online censorship needs to be combated now. If these companies are in bed with the government, they need to be held accountable. They need to be held accountable. The First Amendment and this is what they created. This is, this is how they did it. When you started taking money from the government, hey, now rights are applied. Now you have to respect my constitutional right. But they don't. So it's clearly not right. Shrinking the federal government. Abolishing the FBI. 
getting rid of these three-letter organizations that target discriminately based upon a political narrative. Get rid of them. The GOP in and of itself, though, my God, we need to come back to what is it at the, the what is our core, what are our core values here? Because I feel like with the GOP right now, we don't have any. It's all a popularity contest. I could have swore, I could have swore the GOP I grew up in was massively pro-Second Amendment, was massively pro-life, massively pro-1A, massively pro-everything outlined in that Constitution. But suddenly, I don't see that anymore. I don't see it anymore. Now I see the conservative movement has progressed so far to the middle, you're no longer conservatives. You're like GOP light, libertarian light, if you will. You want to be a conservative, be a fucking conservative. Right now, the GOP is not. How do I know that? Look at MAGA. MAGA is the largest voting base in the GOP, and where do they stand now? Trump comes out and says, oh, well, you know, six weeks, it's, it's just soon. We should do up to, you know, I would talk about 15 weeks. That's four months. Four months. How are you not pro-choice? Just be pro-choice. So again, until Republicans have a come-to-Jesus meeting and re-outline and redefine or define once again, what is it that makes the grand old party the grand old party, we're going to get more of the same. More giving an inch here, more giving an inch there. It's okay to ban the bump stocks. It's okay to do this. It's okay to do that. Oh, it's fine. Here a concession. There a concession. And before you know it, you have been so infested and infected with liberal propaganda. And this is where it got us. This is where it got us. So yes, the fix is stop voting for the GOP. There needs to be a clear message sent to the GOP saying, Republicans will not vote for the GOP until you get rid of this bullshit and you give me candidates that actually stand for what's right. And then that sends a message to GOP across the board. Start getting ready to lose elections. You're already losing them. 2022 was a fucking horrible, horrible incident. It was a red trickle. It wasn't a red wave. It was a red trickle. And what happened? More of the same. More of the same. So you please tell me what voting for the GOP guy over the leftist guy is going to accomplish because so far it's accomplished dick all. Dick all. And if you're fed up, good. You should be. America as a whole should be fed up with this bullshit we've been fed at the hands of a, uh, just an irresponsible government. Monkeys could do a better job. Trained monkeys could do a better job. All they had to do was just sit there in the Oval Office and fling shit at each other and it would do a better job. Seriously, like I'm being serious. You know why they'd be doing a better job? Because nothing would be getting done and nothing would be getting fucked with and they wouldn't be interjecting themselves in any issues and the public could just be the public and the country would be left the fuck alone. Granted, hopefully one monkey could say, you know what? <laughs> Close the border. <laughs> That's it. Good. Right? Oh, and get rid of all the lobbyists. That's what I want. Get the lobbyists out of there. Uh, again, more of the same Ohio Senator shared Brown, uh, ad hits Ohio Senator shared Brown for using tax dollars on drag queen story hour, man. I fell victim to this one too, folks. Live and let live. Right. Yeah. This is where it got us. What are they trying to do? Trying to fuck the kids drag show. Like, I'm sorry in, in this culture. Again, I understand freedom and I'm for it. I agree. I get it. But my God, 
This is where our culture, we, we, we fought, died for freedom. We got it to a degree, and this is what we do with it. Grown-ass men want to dress up as these weird freak shows, these degenerate freaks. And what do you want to do? You want to go out there and dance around in front of kids? Because what? Does it make you feel good inside? My question to that is, why does it make you feel good inside? It shouldn't. It's outright disgusting. Disgusting. I, I just don't get these people. I don't get these people. And then last but certainly not least, Oakland Store. <laughs> Oakland stores go on two-hour strike to protest high crime, cashless signs. Uh, on the topic or in the article, the main page right here, it says, it shows a picture of a restaurant with a lock on it. It says, our restaurant has been robbed three times this year. Uh, there is nothing valuable, uh, no more money inside. Please don't break in again. Thank you. Wow. Wow. It's crazy. Now, look, we can have the conversation of the police brutality that should be addressed right there with you. BLM, I agree with you on that one. Absolutely. And it's not because of your race, though. I don't care about your blackness. It means nothing. The idea, though, of tyranny from behind a badge is real. It does happen. It should be fought against. It should be combated. Now, I understand where black people in America can come from on this one because, yes, there has been discrimination. I know, Republicans, you're not going to like to hear that, but there has, but not to the level that the BLM claims it exists. But, yes, it does happen. And, yes, there should be parameters set into place to hold these cops responsible. Why? If we don't, we get the exact opposite. You get motherfuckers abusing that badge, illegal arrests, violating human citizen rights. Yes, there should be accountability for every motherfucker, specifically those in power. Yes, absolutely. But do we do this by defunding them? Fuck no. It's, it's like, ah, you just want to smack Republican Democrats. It's like, look, here's the deal. And it doesn't sound good to them until you sit down and you break it down to a Barney style. Because quite honestly, let's be honest, most Democrats are fucking retarded. Okay, so here's the deal. What you can instead tell them is like, look, we want to reduce the supposed oppression of black people by the police. Fair enough. Well, here's a solution that will match both of our criterias. We need to actually increase funding, get stricter recruitment standards, have more training, more shoot, don't shoot scenarios, more sensitivity training in sense of bringing the local community in. Let's get to know the community. Let's focus more money on that. But instead, what did you do? You defunded them, which means recruitment standards are going to fucking drop because nobody wants to join because the pay isn't worth a fuck. The training is non-existent. They're not requalifying on their weapons. They're not staying in shape. They're not being retrained on basic fundamental things they should be. They should know like the back of their hands. And what kind of community policing are we doing? Are we actually getting to know the community? Probably not. So good job, Democrats. To fix this issue that I can agree with you on in just different contexts, you did the worst thing possible. You fucking defunded them. Great job. And this is what you get. Portland, Oakland, Philly. Well done. Well done, Dems. You see, that's the thing, though, folks. And this is like for black people. I really want you to listen. Black Democrats, here's the thing. You are being played. Because the examples I've just listed to you as to how to fix these issues, as far as the whole defunding the police, and in fact, it should be opposite. Give them better funding, more regulations in regards to stricter recruiting methods or stricter recruiting criteria. These issues would actually help achieve a solid outcome. And Democrats know this. But if we apply a solution 
that's going to fix the problem. What need have we of government oversight and intervention? None. None. The system corrects itself. Now, of course, there's going to be hiccups in there, of naturally, but not to the level that we see. But Democrats need that black vote. As long as it's the racist Republicans that can be blamed, Democrats maintain power. And the problem doesn't get fixed. Where is the change that Obama promised the black community? It took a while, but I started seeing a lot of interviews of black people saying, um, he didn't change shit for me. He changed fuck all for me. Because people were afraid, specifically in the black community, to come forward and go against Obama because Obama was the next greatest thing, the first black president. So naturally, he has to succeed, right? Well, a lot of black people felt cheated. I watched the interviews like, ah, what exactly did he We didn't, economically, I didn't change. I'm the same. In fact, I'm probably worse. Until we wake the fuck up. Until people start opening their eyes to the manipulation of the government and why they don't expect the government to step in and fix a problem. They will not. They will not. Do not expect them to come in there and fix anything. They are only going to make it worse. Who does the government go to when they need to fix a problem? The, the quote-unquote free market. When I say that, I mean that very, very loosely free. World War II, World War I, covid the wheels of progress, economic progress, what happens? The government goes to the people. Man, if we, if we could just wake up and just realize that we don't need as big a government as they led on to make us think that we need, oh my God, this country would start to fix itself. Congress should not be this powerful. Or excuse me, government in general. It is mind-blowing to me. Look at California, for example. Look at all the things they want to ban. To ban. What the fuck? California says you can't even have a gas-powered lawnmower in the year 2035 because of why? The emissions from gas from lawnmowers are killing those only. Now, I'm not saying it, it's, it's not hurting the planet, but give me alternatives because all you're doing really now is saying you got to use electricity. So I got to plug that thing in and pour more, put more of a strain on the grid. That is powered by fossil fuels. Make that make sense, because it certainly doesn't to me. It certainly doesn't to me. All right. Man, we're coming up on two hours. We're over two hours. It was a bitch fest today. I like this. Man, it's been a while since I was fucking ran up in this bitch. I appreciate that. You guys are fucking great. Hopefully, you're having a, uh, a great day out there. Thank you for tuning in. Coming up on uh, two hours and three minutes. I got to work on the Valor podcast tonight. I will be streaming the debates baked off of my ass. That's right. Baked off of my ass of Barhalo Delta 8 gummies from ShellshockCBD.com. Yes, they will get you high. Yes, they will. Guaranteed. In fact, I don't think there's a person in this chat room that's tried them and has not gotten baked out of their gourd. So what? They're better for you. One little gummy goes way further, uh, and they're cheaper. It's the greatest thing out there. So again, you can check it out at ShellshockCBD.com. So tonight, 8 p.m. CST, right here on Rumble and Kick, watching the debates live with you, taking your questions uh, and talking to you guys. I mean, you, you fuck. I mean, you know, half of you are smarter than me in this chat. So it's kind of like, if you're asking me my opinion, I'll give it. I'm certainly not the subject matter expert. That's why I like getting feedback from you guys out there. You're fucking incredible. You're amazing. If you don't like my cussing, go suck a dick. <laughs> anyway, appreciate it guys. I love you. Thank you for joining me today. It's been a lot of fun and I'm excited for tonight. Like I said, it is our, it's my kind of playoffs night. I love, I love the debates. 
going to get heated. It's going to get good. We'll see what happens. I'm expecting some really hard hitters straight out of the gate. We're going to watch Vivek Ramaswamy, watch Ron DeSantis, see if they change their political tactics whatsoever. It'll be a good time. So until later tonight, I will see you right back here. As always, you stay savage, America.